Has COVID-19 come with any silver linings? More on that coming up next. Welcome to Happily Ever Active, where we crack the consistency code with fitness tips on motivation, mindset, and much, much more. Now, here's your host, author of Feel Like It, and the guy with the silent O, Kelly Dell. What is up, everyone? My name is Kelly, and it's day 1000 of the COVID lockdown. At least it feels that way. And I don't know about you, but it's having some weird effects. And I'm not just talking about the dolphins returning to the canals of Venice or you thinking those expired olives in the back of your fridge are suddenly okay because, hell yeah, it saves me a trip to the store. I'm wondering how you're coping right now. What has the effect been on you? And I mean, the first week or two was clearly an adjustment and changes to work routines, even loss of work entirely, changes to the social dynamics in our lives. Some of us are spending less time with most people, and some of us, at the same time, are spending a lot more time with others, like family and roommates. So we're binging on certain social relationships and not on others. And it's pretty clear by now that the effects of the distancing practices are not being experienced equally. You might have a busy home and a lot of close contact still, but you may also be on your own. You're living on your own and the social disruptions are magnified and feel a lot lonelier. And I know some introverts who at first relished the situation. They relished the alone time. They relished their home body life, let's just say. But even now they're facing some mental struggles with the isolation. So no one is immune. This is a tough time and an unprecedented time, of course. I had posted on social media recently a quote from Benjamin Franklin that goes, when the well is dry, we know the worth of water. And when it comes to our health and fitness, that well has indeed run dry for a lot of people. Yoga studios are closed, CrossFit gyms closed, spin studios closed, and so on and so forth. And with these closures comes a massive disruption to our routines. And it's one thing to be an inactive person and having to work from home, and that's a disruption unto itself. It's another thing to be distancing or working from home or even being unemployed right now if you're an active person. Having that slice of sanctuary, you know, those studios and and those gyms ripped out of your routine. And I don't know about you, but nothing beats the real thing. And the loss of the sights and the sounds and the smells, some of them not so good, you know, of all the live action is pretty tough. And as much as gyms are trying to put workouts online and even live streaming things, it's really not quite the same. At least that's my take on it. Of course, there's some of you who historically get a lot of exercise solo. You know, you don't need a gym. Uh, You're very independent. You don't need a studio. You aren't a participant in group fitness or group classes of, of any sort. Maybe you bike or Maybe you run or hike or walk, but you do this stuff on your own for the most part. And maybe you've had a strong home routine before all of this came down the chute. And I'd imagine you guys are handling this much better than others. But on the other hand, it's not just access to that motivating exercise routine that's at play here. There's a lot of things going on. There's that forced distancing. And I don't know anyone at all who's been unaffected 
by these shutdowns, these lockdowns in some way. And the disruptions and the stresses that are related to it can all affect how much we exercise or at least feel like exercising, whether we have a lot of access to what we've normally done or not, right? So I don't for one second think that people are having an easy time of it because change, any change, requires some form of adaptation. And as we all know, exercise is often one of the first things we abandon during stressful periods. So congratulations to those of you who have navigated this successfully so far, taking advantage of this new schedule, you know, to to do more things, to do more exercise. Perhaps it's been a great stress buster for you. I certainly have seen that too. So keep that going if that is you. Way to go on that front. But speaking honestly, I'm somewhere in the middle, personally. From a quantity perspective, I'm doing about the same. And, you know, from week to week, it's it varies a little bit. But the routine has certainly changed, especially having now two adults working from home full-time and a kindergartner now home full-time. No school, right? There's a lot of moving parts. Got the two dogs too. Can't forget that. Getting outside for bike rides has been super important for us, especially for the kid. And there's some real anxious energy, uh, a lot of it some days that I think really needs to get burned out. And it's really been, I think, hard on a lot of kids out there with, you know, with their social ties being severed. It's confusing and it's even saddening as it has been for a lot of adults. So kids as well are going through this in their own way and it's difficult. It's hard to process. So to the parents out there, keep doing your best. Keep checking in on everyone's thoughts and feelings and what's happening. That's what we try to do around here. Have conversations about it. And when I think about it, I never thought that my five-year-old's first real deep dive into science would be learning about viruses. I mean, she can recognize a photo of a virus now because we've seen so many of them. And uh, amongst all of this, I have to say too, she had her fifth birthday. She had a friendless birthday. So there were a lot of questions about the virus and a lot of explaining to do because we said, you know, we can't have friends. We can't have friends over. Now, we compromised by saying we'll have a party later when things are different. We might even have two, one for, you know, immediate family and one for friends. Um, so there's a lot of explaining we had to do and compromising to try and get through this. I will say on top of that, we got a lot of video wishes, which made it really unique and even more special when I think about it. So that aspect has really helped when it could have gone the other way in some respects. But yeah, regular, safe, which means distanced outdoor time has been really important for us, especially first thing in the morning to set the tone for the rest of the day. That's been kind of a lesson. That's been a part of the routine we've definitely focused on cultivating. What about you? How are you managing? Have you made some positive adjustments? Have you been able to care for your body in similar ways as before? How are you coping mentally? Is this all getting better or do you feel it's kind of getting worse? Are you growing impatient? Are you frustrated? Uh, Are you beating yourself up for not doing more? Are you missing events or races? That's been a big one for a lot of people. I'm I'm sure you know people who are struggling with that part of all of this. How has your motivation been as more things get postponed or even canceled? And if I may venture a guess, probably not good on that last front. Personally, I was stoked for the trail racing season here in the Ottawa area, but um, that's all getting wiped out with each passing week. Races get canceled or 
They get pushed deeper into the fall, and they can't do that forever. And soon enough, I suspect um, most of that trail racing season is going to be completely wiped out. So pretty tough stuff and uh, not ideal. And my main message today is that whatever you're attempting to do to keep momentum going or regain it, it should definitely be done safely. That's the priority here. Respect the new rules. Do not put yourself, your family, or others at unnecessary risk, no matter how tempting it is. And while you're working with, you know, all these new confines, these these restrictions, the optimist in me still says there might also be opportunity. And that probably sounds a bit crazy. Opportunity to what? To learn how to make sourdough bread, which seems to be a popular thing, or steam clean my curtains. Not really. There's an opportunity here to be creative, to be inventive, and not only just appreciate what we used to have and look forward to going back to those things, but to explore, even if that means, you know, to not leave your house to do it. And what I'm really saying here this week is this is the time to try some new stuff. And I don't mean trying that new studio clearly or trying something you know, where you got to drive hours and hours and and participate in unnecessary travel, let's just say. I mean other types of new stuff, home-based new stuff, whether that's simply following a new YouTuber for daily workouts or like November Project folks have. Of course, you guys know that I'm a big fan of November Project. I participate in November Project workouts, but they've moved their workouts online through Zoom. And sure, there's you know no real high fives these days, but the opportunity to do something you love differently exists, or hopefully uh, exists. You know, I have friends who are you know November Project friends who are quote unquote traveling via I guess Zoom Air if that's an airline, and they're joining November Project workouts all over the place now, whereas before they wouldn't really have the opportunity or wouldn't have considered it. So. You can pop in um, on San Diego workouts or workouts in Indianapolis or Toulouse in France, etc. Opportunity. You know, I also know people who are using household items to include in a home-based resistance workout. Some are squatting their kids, for example. Opportunity. And last week, you know, personally, I used a big bag of dog kibble for some walking lunges which would be uh, an opportunity, something like that. Opportunity, though. And I've seen other people on Instagram who've done more extreme things, like adding chin-up bars in their home. Um, And I saw this one guy. I mean, I guess the chin-up bar thing is not that extreme, but I did see one guy, and I'd imagine he was a uh, Spartan athlete. He had built a mini obstacle course in his basement, which included monkey bars that hung from ceiling studs and all kinds of other stuff, you know, and there's opportunity there, taking advantage of or seeing or creating this opportunity. And to add one more to the pile, I have heard from several people, several of you actually, who have pulled out, you know, their bike, their that bike that's been collecting dust in the garage, they've pulled it out and been taking that out into the community because that's a safe thing to do. Of course, if you do it in a uh, distanced way, a distanced manner, but people are reconnecting with you know their bikes and being able to get their fresh air 
and relieve some stress the, uh, that way, which is terrific. And maybe it's been a long time coming for you to reconnect with that. So, you know, even if your first love is no longer on the table, or at least not right now, maybe the opportunity lies in your creativity. And I will say this, home-based fitness has never had such an opportunity to show itself off. And who knows, the fitness industry might never quite be the same because of the pandemic. And also, who knows how long it will take before gyms open. And never mind, how long will it take for people to feel comfortable in such places? That trust factor is really important. So things have changed in the short term and who knows going forward. So some of these explorations, some of this invention and this creativity is uh, is going to be not just useful now, but potentially in the future. And in the meantime, all of this, these, this current situation is giving us this opportunity to do something, what I think is super important, particularly in the long game, so both in the short term and the long term, which is to diversify. We have the chance to add things to our basket. We have the chance to have a more robust roster of backups to your first love when that first love is unavailable. And whether that's because of a pandemic, whether it's unavailable because of a pandemic or because of an injury or because it's just a day when you don't feel like doing the thing you always do. It doesn't matter how. There is an opportunity here to strengthen our relationship with exercise through diversification and increase our chances that we are more active on a more regular basis. And as much as a long-term motivating relationship with physical activity is about finding something you love, at a bare minimum, finding something you really like, having this diverse collection of options to choose from increases your chances of staying moving when the circumstances change. So the opportunity, as I see it today, right now, is diversification. And even if part of that diversification is a lot more solo home-based work than you'd prefer, or maybe it burns fewer calories, or maybe it offers less resistance than normal. So be it. It could really help. With all of that being considered, an opportunity still exists. So the question of the week is, what are you curious about trying that you can do at home right now? What's been on your mind? A strong routine is buttressed by strong self-research. So maybe as hard as things have been, as frustrating as the closures have been for you, there's this opportunity to learn something else that you like, to discover something else that you like, that you can do in or around your home. Because these discoveries won't just pay off now, but can do so well into the future. With that, I wish you good luck and good spirits Stay connected as best as you can, however you can, but do it safely. Stay as optimistic as you can too. Thanks for listening. And of course, until next time, here's to living happily ever active. This episode of Happily Ever Active has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more content on the mental side of fitness. Oh, and don't forget to rate and review the show. See you next time.